Welcome to Friday Night Party Line for June 10th, 2016. I'm your happy host, Victor Frost, and tonight we're going to make a certain Scott Johnson very happy because it's going to be all about politics. Here on the show tonight is, of course, Scott Johnson. Hey, Skojo. Hey. How you doing, man? So, uh... Really should have made it last today. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he bitched enough about it. <laughs> How you doing, man? Uh, doing pretty good. Yeah? Pretty much everything I predicted has come true. You can't really beat that. <laughs> no? No. no. <laughs> He's down there. <laughs> yeah. We also have uh, Chirba over here. Hey, Chirps. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm the only one with the lower third. You are, because <laughs> apparently you are the only one lower third works for right now. I'm normally the only one it doesn't work for. I don't know what's going on. The Maybe world's it just turned works upside down. <laughs> uh, we have George. <laughs> hey, George. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Salutations. And so greetings and salutations, my friends. And of course, there's me. Uh, so let's get this started. Skojo, is there anything you'd like to talk about? Well, uh, I heard that uh, George saw a lot of European cars when he was in Europe. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, I saw so many cars. <laughs> oh, also, I got an iPhone, and it's new and scary, and I don't... Oh, man. How could you, George? Which one did you get? I got a SE. Those. It is very tiny. A fun choice, young sir. And you know what I'm finding? I just downloaded the Google keyboard today. You know Swipe? You know how they sort of put that on all the Android phones to sort of compensate for big screens? Yeah. Well, that works a lot better on a small (laughs) screen. (laughs) You can hold it in one hand and just... Any, anything you want. You don't You don't have to hold it in one hand and do this, which yep. is what you have to do with the Nexus 6. I don't know what is up with your Trump-esque baby hands, but I've never had a problem with Android phones. <laughs> in fact, actually, actually I don't I like do. Swipe. I don't like it. I like just going tick, tick, really? tick, 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 tick. I didn't like... Well, I mean, I do like doing that, but I didn't like Swipe when I had a Nexus 6 because you couldn't really swipe with one hand. It was too big. You had uh-huh. to like weirdly perch it on your pinky to do that. Huh. Realistically, you had to hold, your, hold the phone with your other hand and swipe with the other one. Well, I, I have the Note 5, so it's so anyway. big. I have to go like this anyways. Yeah, but, you got big okay. hands. But you I, agree, Richter, that the only way you can really swipe is if you hold it in one hand and swipe with the other hand. Well, so you can't use it right. Hand. But I There's have no a giant phone. Oh, I had phone. I had a phone that was the same size. <laughs> but now it shrunk with age. It did. <laughs> I have a, I have a little Trump phone now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and it's great. I, so I, I want to tell you that uh, somebody like so. Are you, Jeremy, to you are something? super soft. Yeah, you yeah. Got real soft oh, sorry, yes, I was mumbling to myself. Bad form, bad form. <laughs> I was just saying I should go to Trump's Twitter account and see if it says "posted from my iPhone." Did you guys notice that his Twitter handle is "real Donald Trump"? 
Yeah, a lot of famous people have that because right. somebody <laughs> else took the name first, and so they have to put the real. In but front he of them. has yeah. Donald Trump also. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he just likes to be the real. <laughs> I guess he does. He's the so, uh, realist. So it's funny that you mentioned Twitter because I, I thought that the story that I just saw that I thought was really entertaining was the uh, oh. the Trump tweet about after uh, Obama endorsed uh, Hillary, and uh, <laughs> Hillary just says, "Delete your account." And, uh, the best, the best, the best response though by anybody was uh, from Anthony Weiner. You know the rep who, uh, former rep who got who knocked could out because he. Uh, yeah, yeah, who could forget because he was posting dick pics named <laughs> Anthony Weiner. But he said he tweeted after that came out. Too late for some of us. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I saw that tweet. He is a jam. I hadn't gotten far enough down in my Twitter feed to have read Hillary's tweet yet, so I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Too late for... What? Anthony Weiner, just don't stop being you. You are a gem. I know, right? Uh, Other than his, you know, dick pics, I thought he was a fantastic politician. Yeah, I actually really liked him uh, before he decided to be a complete douche. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not the worst politician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, he, got he a lot just done. was sending pictures. <laughs> yeah, look at old Joe Biden <laughs> right videos as well. Joe Biden, like, gets on the floor of the House, and he fucking, he lets the Republicans have it. He, he, he speaks his mind, and I love that. He oh. polishes that Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, it's been a little bit crazy in the political realm these days. Yeah, but I mean, it has. I mean, one of the things I've been noticing is that the media has been taking Trump to task a lot more recently and not just letting go. Finally, no, yeah, right. But you know, it's kind of really the pro. Like they, they were always like, uh, except for the very beginning, where they were just sort of like, "What's this? This guy? The fuck." Is he talking about? Uh, but ever since the very beginning, and you know, he started gaining momentum. Right. They were going after him. The it, but it was not just the with fact that teeth. His, no, they they were. What's well, her name? Uh, Meg. Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Yes, Megan Kelly was after Trump. Not really like you know anything crazy. Just sort of like, hey, your numbers don't add up, or. That's a stupid idea because, you know, I've thought about it for more than three seconds and it's stupid. But then he'd fire back and they'd all just cower. I mean, that was that's okay. So that's that is the major difference between the general election and a primary. Hmm. So in a primary, the other opponents don't want to attack each other because it's. It's mutual suicide. Like, by bringing somebody down, they're also going to kill their chance. And that's why you saw a lot of candidates right before they they dropped out, they would launch their heaviest salvo against Trump and then Mm -hmm. get out after, like, you know, softballing them for, like, months. Mm -hmm. And in the general election, there isn't that concept. You're in a race with two people. There, you know, there's not, you're not, one person attacking the other is not going to make it so, like, 
no one's going to vote for either person most likely mm-hmm. because you're going to be like, well, there's too much to lose. And on top of that, the thing that Trump actually did this time, which was attack a judge for on his race, <laughs> oh man, uh, and and I mean, his and then, ethnicity and then that he was up. born in the United States, and then, yeah, follow, and then follow up to up. say that a yes. woman judge might have to recuse herself too. <laughs> Or a Muslim. Or and a Muslim. The, but the point of that is that actually attacks a very important principle in the conservative movement. And that is why it has actually been an effective re- attack. Because what it attacks is the rule of law, which conservatives have always been, you know, hard on law. But they always, the only way they can be that way is if they believe in a, in a neutral or um, unbiased uh, judicial system. Yeah. The fact that a judge, it, the fact that a judge can put their own differences and their own beliefs aside, and adhere to the rule of law. Yeah, and that is actually a very big conservative principle. Uh, that's why you know you'll see that you know that generally conservatives don't back movements where we find that there's a lot of like racism or like bias in the judicial system. Right. Uh, so, but but when Trump brings that up, he is directly countering the argument that they have been trying to make for years which undermines like a ton of their policy i mean it's and it's just a it's a really i mean it's a principle <laughs> right i mean so it's I, the it's the reason why uh conservatives can look at some of the statements of for example uh the late uh, supreme court judge anthony scalia and say yes he is inter- he is not going on his own personal convictions he's going on the interpretation of the law so exactly. I mean, the fact that he's going after judges, or rather the specific judge, and then the concept of neutrality and judging in general is one of the things I'm so glad the media is hammering him about. Yeah, it's a sin that he didn't just get constantly hammered by everybody on, you know, saying that he doesn't want any Muslims to come into the country or, uh, you know, build a giant yeah. wall between uh, Mexico and the United States for fun. Here's and- the thing, though. Uh-huh. It's not that he was never, like, the media challenged him all the time on his batshit stupid things he'd say. And he would, you know, stand behind the batshit stupid things he said. Where it got weird in the primary is that despite saying batshit crazy stupid things... His poll numbers either didn't slip or got stronger. Is that still the case? Well, that's because of the Republican primary. But has attacking a judge hurt his poll numbers? Yes. I mean, it's a little early to it's it's early to say that, but uh, but just looking at the polls that have been taken since those comments came out, they have dramatically shifted. Have we finally scratched the Teflon? Is the pan useless? <laughs> uh, we'll see what Romney pulls together, right? <laughs> what Romney pulls together? Hey, what's yeah. his plan? Well, he's trying. I mean, uh, is is he actually going to try and 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 come up against Trump as like a last minute, you know, injection from the party establishment? Look at the top story currently. On the Huffington Post, Mitt Romney on attack. Trump incites trickle-down racism. GOP leaders meeting at Romney retreat with election in jeopardy. Angry Republicans plot delegate revolt. Oh, my God. This is... Uh, uh, McConnell rule out withdrawing endorsement and send Trump. 
I mean, this is obviously the liberal bastion of liberal uh, know. websites, but it's, it's HuffPo. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, but the point I like is, the Huffington Post. I, I like half of the Huffington Post. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of it's yeah. clickbait bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Wait, I wonder how Huffington Post looks like if I turn off ad blocker. Oh God! Why would you do that? Uh kind of curious. Reload. Don't do it. Don't do it. You gotta do it, man. You know I gotta. That's no. out. You've been warned. <laughs> it's not as bad. It's it's not it's not terrible. It's still pretty much the same. Oh well. <laughs> so, uh, Victor. Yes. Uh, the other really big event, other than Twitter wars. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was uh, there seemed to be an end to a primary, which had a state really? that one of us yeah lives in yeah who voted? I I'm pretty I, sure I, the primary was fucking over about a month ago. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying Someone to be nice. He's trying to acknowledge that. Yeah. So Someone's the um, so California. <laughs> so California had its uh, its primary three days ago, June seventh, um, in which uh, I voted, and uh, the poll I went to, which mind you, I'm not like in downtown LA or something like that, um, but the poll station I went to was, I mean, there was a queue, like there was like three or four people queued up uh, at any given moment, but it was. It was overwhelmingly Democrat. Like, there was, like, one guy I saw while I was standing there. Because I stood there for, like, maybe a half hour to keep an eye on things. I wasn't, like, conducting exit polls or anything. But uh, for, like, a ha- there was, like, maybe one or two people voting maybe independent. Uh, which, in I'm lumping not just the independent party, but any third party altogether. Um, but it was pretty much all democrat for like the hour i was standing there you are you are living in la <laughs> i, I realized this but but the, the la times that was over but the uh <laughs> the la times actually put together a uh, a map based on district stuff uh let's see and what your area is like the most republican uh area of la <laughs> with like 10 percent. it's like oh my god yeah, they have like ten percent registered Republicans. It's the most Republican area of L.A. <laughs> uh, I no, mine is decidedly blue, uh, a blue area. But I'm trying to find this map here. Does does L.A. have any uh, precincts or whatever that vote a hundred percent Democratic in the generals? That's uh, a curious question because Philadelphia, Philadelphia actually has a few precincts that will vote a hundred percent one way uh let's see if i can find this map oh here we go clinton or sanders who did your la thing uh vote for no i don't want that i want like republicans too damn it so why didn't you vote uh mail-in who oh oh i'm sorry (laughs) my polling station is like right next door to my house so I can just like walk oh, okay. over there. Yeah, there's no real reason if if it's that close to vote mail in because you know it's just right there. But my uh, my parent, my mom voted mail in. My dad also went to the polling station. Um, my mom actually let my dad vote for her in the mail in ballot. So oh. you can guess you can guess who her vote went for, went to. Is your mom registered a Republican? I think so. Yeah, she was going to vote oh, for okay. Trump. Anyway, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, yeah, the yeah, primaries. So wait, uh, let me let me get this straight. That that one that one Republican that you saw walk in was that your dad? It was not. He actually went in the wee hours. But there are Republicans <laughs> who live around here, um, mostly because there are actually the Los Angeles. Los Angeles is not homogenous in terms of like the neighborhoods. I mean, you can go like two streets one way and it'll be a very affluent neighborhood and go two streets another way and you'll have like subsidized housing. So it's it's very mixed up like yeah. that. Um predictably it was the uh it's, it's pretty much always the affluent neighborhoods that vote for Republicans. But uh, I don't know. What were the numbers for California? I, I can't remember what they were. California primary. California. California. Oh, I have it. I still have it open. There from, it is. Uh, <laughs> from the night. Hey. 172 uh, delegates. Here it is. California <laughs> uh, delegates for Trump was 172. For Clinton, 269. Yep. For Sanders, 206. Uh no, actually it's uh it's now three thirty. Oh, is that super? Sorry, I'm thinking super delegates. Yeah, no, just uh, sorry, I'm counting the super delegates ahead of time. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> Scott, they're not committed yet. How could you? Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure they're fucking committed, considering <laughs> the resounding success so far of Sanders' flip the delegates plan. So there's a there's a good topic. Uh, yeah. So do you think it was uh, do you think it was out of line for the AP to declare the day before the primary that Hillary had clinched it? The only from person a standpoint. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, should they have waited until the uh, the primary was done? Eh, probably. But I look yeah. at AP as an example of of good of 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 how to do things right. So it's probably not. They're probably all right. So if they start killing people, you'd be like, well, AP does it. <laughs> there yes, is always exactly. a lie. <laughs> you can, exactly. I've been trying to convince them to do it for years just to give me an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. Uh, the thing is that what they should have done is they should have held it literally 24 hours. That's it. Not they because actually- of the primary but simply because of the primary result. Because after that primary, Sanders' victory was effectively mathematically impossible. Right. And you simply don't call the race until the race is finished, whether you're calling her the winner, the loser, or the fucking purple people leader. doesn't matter. But you yeah. don't call the race until it is either over or effectively over. And they it's really... effectively they... over since New York. I mean, wait, <laughs> I what? What? <laughs> They really should have, but, you know, they really should have waited until, you know, the primary was done. You know, honestly, I think someone fucked up, and it was on auto-post. They they had the date wrong, or it's like they just didn't look at the calendar right, yeah. and shit went wrong. Yeah, that really might have been just yeah, no. it. Knowing that CMS, that is not a hard mistake to make. No. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, Hillary got through unsurprisingly, and he. Uh, <laughs> Nelson yeah, the only just, person it hurt was Hillary. Yeah, Nelson just uh, messaged. And, you like, know, oh, she totally was fine the at the end. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, Nelson. We that's still a, love you. We still love you, Nelson, bro. Come on in. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could chuck him in. Here we go. 
What's going on? Nelson's joining? Probably, probably not. Uh, they're watching bootleg uh, recordings of Hamilton. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Uh, out of the meta. Out of that, yeah. Yeah, because this show never yeah. goes into the meta. <laughs> yeah. Who with what now? There you go. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, uh, it just, the problem is, is I just get so annoyed by my liberal friends who, who <laughs> you know, supported Bernie Sanders oh. in his support, but cannot let it go and assume that everything is a conspiracy. I'm staring currently at a picture of uncounted ballots in Santa Clara County alone, pallets of uncounted ballots <laughs> that are from just a Clearly. photo. Paste. Clearly they're all for Bernie. Yeah, well, that Obviously. was the funny part. Yeah, that, was, that was the funny part. I mean, okay, so there's all these uh, provisional ballots, right, because people <laughs> who uh, accidentally registered, like, the Democratic whatever party or some other third party ended up not being able to necessarily vote. Uh, and also, if you're, you know, you move around a lot, you might not be registered in the right place, so people get the right provisional ballots. And in a state where you have a, a ton of p- p- voters, you get a ton of provisional ballots. And uh, I'm the problem sorry. is, is no, they assume... No, can we stop right there? I'm sorry. If you are so concerned about whether or not your ca- your candidate is effectively represented whether or not there's going to be all this stuff if you are so if you care so much about a particular candidate you have no excuse to not go ahead and register properly there are web there is a very clear and easy to use website put forth by the California government that you can check whether or not you are A, registered for the party you want to register for, and B, if you're reg- if you know where your polling place is. It is not hard. It takes all of 30 seconds to check this out and to fix this information if you need to. No, I'm sorry. I do not care about those people because they had all well, the wait, opportunity wait, 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 in the wait, world. Wait. Let's let's be clear for a second here. <laughs> Calm down, Victor. Yeah, those ballots are not necessarily Bernie ballots. No, they're just ballots. I, I don't and care so on if a they're Bernie ballots note, or not. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you're bitching that you didn't know your polling place or that you weren't registered properly, for all the press that registration for voting has gotten over the past six months... You should have known. You should have fixed it if you really care that much. Well, what if you uh, thought everything was in order? Like, I don't check my registration every single time because I haven't moved. There but was what an, if it was suddenly The minute wrong? there was an article where people were complaining that they went to the polling station and they weren't properly registered... You should have gone and checked. I did. I know people. I know lots of people who did. You, if you really care that much about your presence in the democratic process, you should have checked. Regardless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, point that, I, that, that we were trying to make. How to piss off Victor with one word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Procedure. But, okay, here's the thing. There is currently, give or take, about 2.6 million uncounted ballots. Right. Let's assume 
for just one moment, one moment, that every single one of those fucking 2.6 million votes is for Bernie. Even though that's not true. Let's Clearly. just assume it. Hillary would still win. <laughs> she's that far ahead. Well, not no, she's not actually that far away ahead in uh, California. If it was 2.5 million votes in California, ah, no, I'm point is, is it's not two point. It's, they're yeah, hanging their hopes on California not, to win Bernie the primary. Yeah, which it's it it, which is not. Yeah, there's there's not 2.5 million. Provisional ballots. There's, there, you know, there's, there's probably like, if at anything, there is like a million. But she has somewhere around a close to a half a million vote lead. And when they count more ballots, there's about they end up coming in about the same, uh, actually a higher percentage uh, than uh, what she won the state by. <laughs> right. So I mean, ironically, for some reason, a lot of the provisional ballots are by groups that tend to vote for Clinton in this election mm-hmm. and not the white yeah. affluent Bernie Sanders <laughs> it turns uh, out supporters the Bernie who are voting. did check their registration. Yeah. Right. The people who didn't are the people that are working 15 hours a day or whatever and uh, you know yeah. are voting for uh, Clinton. Scott, are you stereotyping Bernie Sanders supporters and Clinton supporters. <laughs> no, I'm actually I am stereotyping the Bernie and bust people because mm-hmm. the majority, not all, but a good amount of Bernie or busters are a bunch of young white dudes. And every time I look at somebody who says that they're a Bernie Buster, they are a young white dude. There's nothing <laughs> wrong in categorizing a demographic as it is. Yeah, I mean. As much as we all know people who may or may not be Bernie or Busters and may or may not be your regular straight white dude, fucking basically every polling methodology and every poll of that group has said that the Bernie or Bust people are somewhere like in, I believe it's the high 80s, low 90s percent region of white straight dudes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh wait, I have a great dudes. I have a a great quote to go with and it, it comes from uh there was an article right after um right after Hillary won <laughs> the became the presumptive nominee. Mm. Uh oh. there was this article <laughs> about uh people saying like well her 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 historical nomination is not really uh is a an area of uh you know disconcern amongst people. And uh, the quote was like, uh, "This is this guy claims he's kind of a feminist." It was his name was Buck Johnson, 26, from New Jersey, and uh, he could called himself kind of a feminist. Kind uh, of. Said he, it, it felt historic when Obama became the first white president. But Black. I think that uh, African American, <laughs> I think you will find that President Obama is indeed black. And not yes. white. <laughs> I think that African Americans have been pr- uh, per- per- persecuted a lot more," said uh, Mr. Johnson, who is white. <laughs> like that is the quote, like the person quote. Like who is white? Uh, there, whereas I guess a woman president, it just seems I don't know. Women are fifty percent of the population. <sighs> yeah. They're 50% <laughs> it's like percent of the population, and wow, and yeah, yet. they're fifty percent of the population, and yet 
there has been no female president up until this point. Yeah, yeah. Every other president has not been a woman, you know, miraculously. Wow, crazy. They've lost I mean, every single coin toss for 44 presidents. <laughs> I mean, my dad has always used uh, Obama's half-white uh, ancestry uh, against him, saying, like, well, he's not really the first black president because he had a white mother, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I, feel like, I feel like the people that are running around going, like, well, Jill Stein has been the nominee for the Green Party. Oh, so she's parties really no one cares about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, until she endorsed Hillary Clinton, at which point her Facebook page and Twitter no, 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 no. You turned into a sea of fucking filth. You're talking about uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Sorry, I was honestly only half listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about we're talking about the Green we're talking about the we're talking about the Green Party uh, nominee uh, Jill Stein, who who oh, I have I have seen many people point out. Well, Clinton is not actually the first female uh, nominee of a, for president. Uh, Jill Stein is. And then, right. and then, yeah, it's like, well, of a party that it gets less than 1% of the vote. Like, of a party okay. that actually uh, has a shot in hell. Yeah, and, uh, and the point is, is Clinton herself says major party for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like saying that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the first Austrian nominee for fucking, I almost said prime minister, <laughs> for, <laughs> for governor of California in the United States. Well, yeah, of course he's the first nominee president of the United States because Austrians aren't allowed to become president of the United States. It doesn't fucking matter. Are you trying to say Green Party people are not allowed to become president of the United States? Mathematically, yes, they're, they're not. And we look back at this day uh, from November when Jill Stein becomes president of the United States, and we all kind of go like, well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> hey, look, man, as, a, as it stands, I'm foreign. If Trump becomes president, I'm already first up against the wall when the revolution comes, so I've got nothing to lose. Well, you just have to stay in Australia. Sure, yeah, I wouldn't leave Australia. Yeah, until he nukes us into a desert and I have to go and find a giant fucking V8 to paint black <laughs> and turn into a fucking maniac vehicle. I thought Australia Anything wasn't black would already. be a terrible plan. You know how hot that thing would get without air conditioning? Oh, I, I know exquisitely well how hot a black car gets in his country in the summer. <laughs> Have you ever been literally burned by your steering wheel? <laughs> yes, I, I have. I, get, I, have yeah. been, I have been literally burned by metal trim in my car, but not uh, yes. steering wheel. I get burned by my freaking doorknob on my house. <laughs> okay, that's a weird one. <laughs> uh, <sighs> it's in a greenhouse, a little little door greenhouse. Those uh, out storm doors. So. What do you when, think the uh, well? I mean, okay. Oh, what are you gonna say, Vic? I was just gonna. I was just gonna bring up because we were talking about the the Bernie Bros and and people that saying that. Oh, look at all these votes that haven't been counted for Bernie. I'd like to bring out the slightly more tame and yet more insidious variant of that. That you know, Bernie needs to, the people that say Bernie needs to do the right thing and run as an independent. 
fortunately, fortunately, That's I haven't dangerous. heard. Uh, I haven't heard a lot of uh, people say that. Uh, I mean, usually, the people who say that are third-party types to begin with. Like they're like libertarians or greens that are like, well, if Bernie would just run third-party, that would really screw everything up. <laughs> Well, this is <laughs> the like, one. Oh, that, okay. These are people that I, I, the people I've heard saying this are people that are like, well, yeah, he needs to, he needs to do the right thing and run as a third party because I mean, in polls, he has a much better chance against Trump than Hillary, and you know, naturally, he'd win. <laughs> Any what they don't seem splits, to understand, however, loses. is that votes votes in this in this country is a zero sum game. There's not magically yep. going to be more votes for you to to have. There are never more votes. Yeah, I, I get really... I, I don't have a lot of uh, time for arguments about how the Democratic Party will not increase voting rights. Like, making that argument, like, just drives me nuts. Because there's only one party that wants to make it easier to vote. Wants to make it easier... For I mean, while they sometimes on a local level uh, hamper a third party, I mean, in generally general, they don't believe in limiting the people's ability to run. So, you know, if you want a strong third party or a fourth party or a fifth party, you know, your only hope right now is that the Democrats will get enough power to liberalize voting to the point where you'll actually get enough support. You'll be able to, mm -hmm. you know, actually form other parties. I mean, you know, that California benefits from it. That's why you guys have that jungle primary that you just had a Senate race in why where you have now two ever. Democrats. You now have two Democrats running in the general against each other. It, it really is a jungle. I mean, the amount of people listed under, like, all the senators and, the, and everything else, it was, I was like, wait, there are more than, like, a handful? There's, like, actually, like, a baker's dozen of candidates <laughs> running here? But of course, uh, Wait. Kamala something won <laughs> for us. Yeah, Senate? well, I mean, she didn't. I mean, she won the primary slot, yeah. but there'll be a, uh, a general election where the yeah. first and second person go against each other. And there's a. It, it's not like she won fifty percent. Yeah. So you know, depends where the vote will coalesce. Yeah, but I mean, your area, your state, which leans strongly Democratic, will now have a Democratic representative. Regardless, it's just now you get to pick the flavor of mm -hmm. that Democrat. Yep. I still say that general primaries should be more like the Libertarian primary. No, oh, yeah, where you get naked and uh... weird shit going <laughs> on. <laughs> that oh, is man. when they allow drinking at a convention. <laughs> that is that was a shit show. Goodness. Like, did you see one dude getting booed for saying that you shouldn't sell heroin to five-year-olds? <laughs> that was... What the fuck? What is happening in there? Uh... Dude, uh, I mean, can we really talk? I mean, the Republic... I mean, it was funny. Like, uh, I was talking about how the crazies... Well, it'd be not, like, people are like, oh, man, we should have more thir the third-party nominees. Well, I'm like, well, if the third party stopped putting forward cranks... Like, maybe we'd actually get somewhere. And, uh, like, and Scott like well, what about the Republican Party? They're like, what about the Republican Party? And I was like, well, I would argue that there's really only one serious party at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you have a debate in the Republican... When, when you have a Republican debate where Donald Trump has to argue for not letting people die in the street, and you have Cruz at that time was arguing 
to uh, that. How are we going to pay to not have people die in our street? Your party's probably pretty screwed. I cannot wait until September when the first debate between Clinton and Trump happens. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's going to get fucking <laughs> steamrolled, and it's going to be well, unless she picks up her game. She's got to no, get. He's really... going to be. He's going to get steamrolled. He yeah. is going to get steamrolled because you... what? What's up? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to tell a dumb joke anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> look, I mean, uh, they they did the they had, you know she did that foreign policy speech, and it's you could just see the a line of attack that she's drawing together, mm-hmm. and he just has no way. I mean, you listen to his conversation. I mean, I was listening to the uh, interview he did with, like, the editorial board of this one newspaper, and he is just fucking nuts. <laughs> he does not, he doesn't understand the issues. He just kind of rolls yeah. off on a stream of consciousness on, yeah. like, things you, that aren't even related. You can't run a national campaign on stream of consciousness. It's just... Well, I mean, evidently, he has no campaign management to speak of. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> Well, that'll that's change got, soon. That's gotten him. That's gotten him to this point, and now he has to draw a line into sand and differentiate it. Not not just pivot on any one issue at one time. People are going to remember things now, mm-hmm. and he has to be different from Clinton, which and is she's going be- to adapt. And change. And like, if he says one thing one time, she is going to come up with a counterpoint. And he is going to have to now adapt to this counterpoint. And she is going to so start. So you think Clinton's going to push him onto the defensive? Yeah, she is going to draw a circle quite neatly around him. <laughs> yeah, but he's just going to be like, well, crooked. Crooked. Cl- he's going to do. He's going to argue. He's going to argue like um, my dad does. Yeah. Where, when presented with a point that he can't really rebut, he's just gonna go like, "Well, you let four people die in Benghazi," <laughs> or like, "Oh, you, you, you know, deleted five hundred billion emails." He's just gonna throw random numbers out there, and uh, he's gonna be like, "Oh, well, you and you caused your, you know, good friend to kill himself and uh, defended some rapist." Like he's just gonna toss I mean, that stuff out just, when they're, they're gonna be talking about. I'd they're going to be talking about ISIS. They're going to be talking about like ISIS, or like they're going to be talking about like Middle East politics. And he's going to be like, "Well, you defended a rapist." Like it's going to be like still, completely out. There. I would love Clinton to just have a slip at one point and turn around and say, "Well, you still have an imaginary friend." <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be good. That'd be really good. You know oh. what? I'm kind of. I, I kind of. Want in an alternate reality machine to look into the future of a Trump presidency when he figures out now that he's actually say the president oh shit I don't write the budget I can't enact this tax plan I can't build a wall by executive action that isn't part of being president <laughs> See, and, and that's actually turns out there's no amount of name calling <laughs> that can make these 538 people do what I want them to do. 
See, and now you're actually you're getting to the just point. Cut, I can't just cut trade relations with China because the Senate is going to be There's breathing down my neck. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean that is the uh, that's the reason you're touching on actually the point of why Paul Ryan still begrudgingly supports <laughs> Donald Trump because the 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 and this is a difficulty and here's a great topic Paul Ryan. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, who had been reluctant to endorse uh, Donald Trump, but in the end uh, did endorse him in a local newspaper in Wisconsin. <laughs> um, he uh, his position is in a, he's in a really difficult spot. I mean, you're you're like one of the top Republicans, and you have to uh, you know you have a cause and you want to be serious. Like he has this anti-poverty initiative, and regardless of whether you think it's going to work, at least he has some sort of serious idea, right? Right. I mean, um, he's and trying. the problem that he yeah, and the problem that he has is if he doesn't endorse Trump and Trump loses. And there's like a huge wipeout. He might lose the House. He might lose, you know, I mean, it's unlikely to lose the House, but he could. And the Senate. And he doesn't get anything he wants done. So he kind of has to tie his horse to Trump. The other problem he has, though, is if Trump gets too toxic, then the ideas that he is putting forward that he can get into Trump's campaign will also become toxic because they'll be associated with Trump. Mm -hmm. So at some point, he has to, like, kind of make a political you know calculus whether he wants to run for president in 2020 and whether he wants his ideas to forever be connected to trump and uh you're gonna see a lot of the leaders like sitting there and if trump really bottoms out you're gonna see people run away from him and if it's before the convention they'll do something like un un uh you know make the uh pledge delegates not have to be uh required to vote the way they were supposed to in the state yeah, uh, to try to change it up, and they'll just they'll they'll sacrifice this election to to you know win a longer game <laughs> to keep Trump from happening. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's if it's really 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 bad. Uh, I, I mean if it looks really fine. bad for them. I don't think anything like that will happen before I, the convention. I have to I, say I, this. I feel I think I feel bad for the Republican. Like the Republican Party, I feel actually really bad for them. I they feel deserve bad it for Paul Ryan. They do kind. They I do. Feel- I mean, they did make this bed, and they are definitely being forced to sleep in it. But that doesn't mean I don't feel bad for them. No, I, I mean I agree. I, I I feel bad for some of the serious. There are serious Republican can or uh, politicians out there that are like actually interested in governing and actually interested in like getting stuff done and yeah. and tend to want to work together and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh yeah i feel bad for them but you know though it's funny the guys who can do that are all the ex-presidents and presidential candidates who are all like <laughs> well um i'm not gonna endorse has there ever i don't even know if no. there's ever been a time where your party's ex-presidents have not endorsed the one who is you know the going to be the presumptive yeah. nom- nominee of the republican party none of the bushes <laughs> have uh endorsed him reagan's son came out and said yeah my dad would not be behind this schmuck and, the, and it's important to note that that's not the liberal atheist reagan's son that is the conservative <laughs> talk show host right reagan's son yeah <laughs> And uh, yeah, and uh, the only one who the only one who endure, and and Romney has actively been plotting against uh, against him. The only person, it has been the only so one, fun to watch Romney this whole time. 
the only one to endorse him has been Dole, Bob Dole, who I'm pretty sure might be checked out, kind of. <laughs> Literally the only thing I know about Bob Dole is a joke of <laughs> him just going, Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Apparently the list he gave the lamest uh, endorsement speech as well, where he said something like, well, I can't vote for George Washington, and I gotta support the party, so I endorse Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> See, and that's the difference. Like, you know, there's a whole bunch of people online who are like, well, Hillary Clinton, no one likes her. But you know what? You don't see the politicians, uh, you know, the other Democrats being like, well, I, I guess because for the good of the party, I have to... I have to uh, stand behind Hillary. Supporting Hillary Clinton is not a stuck between a rock and a hard place decision for for politicians. It's- so many people. Oh my god. Well, and see, there's the the one of the problems that I have, and why I, I you know I I sometimes think to myself, why am I attacking all these people who put these like really crappy memes up or like fake information? Why why do I care? Because these people are usually. You know, like I said before, like third-party people to begin with, they never really were involved. They probably weren't going to vote Democratic anyway, and they probably don't even exist in a swing state. So, like, they're not super important. But then I realized that when they post something, like, other people see it, and some people are gullible, <laughs> and uh, they believe this crap, uh-huh. and eventually it takes over and, uh, you know, okay. takes over the conversation. So Back so in March, some of my friends genuinely believed that Bernie could still win the popular vote. So I'm like, guys... But the popular there's, vote there's doesn't no matter! <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if he could, he could win... They, they believed he could win a majority of the pledged delegates, even if only just... All right, so yeah. let's take the last few minutes. Let's take the last, like, five or six minutes here and take a moment to project out into the out into the future. So September has come and gone. We've started out with some of the debates. It's getting to the, it's getting to the point where we're looking at it. Let's assume that Trump does become the nominee, that the Republican Party decides that they're not going to try to pull a <laughs> rabbit out of their hat here. And finagle the bagel so that it's not Trump for somehow. Um, not going to step a coup. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> let's assume that it's Trump versus Hillary. Okay. Where do you guys, first off, where do you guys think it's going to go in terms of elections? Money's on Hillary. Having looked at polling results, not just for like, who are you voting for, but like general favorability of time. Uh, general sentiment in states, the mm-hmm. amount of people who just violently dislike Trump, even within his own party, all sorts of shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Hillary's going to take it, and yeah. by a pretty good margin, too. Okay. George? I still am not sure, because really it depends on does Trump remain to be Teflon, and we we. According to Skojo, we've seen a chink in the armor that, that mm. his remarks are starting to catch up with him. Yeah. But I I haven't seen a great trend yet, and I sort of... I want to wait until after the convention, because mm-hmm. that's either going to be a spec... That it's either going to be uh, fine and normal, and he's going to morph into this sort of normal political candidate who does normal political candidate things... Or it is all going to burn in spectacular <laughs> fashion. 
<laughs> as he can just not take. Where is where is the compliment. Republican convention held? Oh my God! It's going to be in Cleveland, and Cleveland is there's no way Jason, Cleveland is going. Jason, <laughs> we need Jason. I press X to Jason. <laughs> we need I to press X to Jason. To be- we need Jason there with his phone live streaming it. That's what we need. No, but I, yeah, I, right. I don't want Jason to be killed. He has kids to take care of. Oh, that's I, true. I think it's going to be Hillary, but I don't uh, think it's going to be by a <laughs> tremendously huge margin. In but, the popular vote, maybe in electoral math, it'll be a landslide. I think electorally, yeah, it'll be a landslide on that level. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Um, so, Hillary, So you, since you voiced your opinion on it, Skoja, that it's going to be a landslide for Hillary. Wait, 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 wait. But oh. wait, I have a little bit more. Okay. It's more. I, so, I wait bated breath. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to obviously to project out how November is going to be. Uh, it really will depend upon a lot, I think, on what Trump says and how toxic he becomes to the leadership, like we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think she. If I mean things are lining up to the way where it could be one of those elections, like in the '90s for Bill Clinton, where uh, you know a third-party person does pull like 18 to 20 percent, and as long as they pull from Trump, um, and you know that die-hard uh, amount of people that will vote for Trump, regardless of whether he starts killing people in the street. Um, are going to vote for him, and uh, it just—it'll really depend on uh, the turnout. Uh, but it'll be another one where Clinton doesn't get fifty percent of the vote, but they—she may get all the electoral votes. But I—I uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like not a Perot, but you know, even maybe—I mean, not that Gary Johnson is really a great politician, but he could pull enough percentages to make it look like both of them don't have fifty percent, and we'll be back in the Perot. Uh, Dole Clinton or the uh, uh, Bush Clinton uh, Perot uh, elections that were, you know, 42% of the vote wins. Yeah! Okay. The thing that worries yeah. me about Trump is he is very good at branding and he has very aggressive, like, like crooked Hillary. He does not refer to Hillary Clinton on Twitter in any other way but crooked Hillary. But is that going to be in his favor or in his detriment in the long term? I, I think that will be in his favor because that sort of thing, when you can so consistently get a message like that out there, even when it's completely not true, it's like an earworm. It just gets in your brain and you start to say it like I've repeated it here. Well, I think it's uh, in that in that case, I think it, it'll be effective short term. But I think long term, if he keeps, you know, attacking justices for their race <laughs> or I, where their nationality or where they are from, not even yeah. even if they're born in the United States, like that will erode his effectiveness at branding. I think, for example, calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas is a misstep. Oh, boy. <laughs> I missed I, I saw I that. Really saw. I was just like, whoa. I really don't. Th- I think he's going to step over the line with some of the people. I'm d- I don't know who oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton's picking for VP, but you know, if he picks like a really crappy it's name not for that person, be Elizabeth Warren. I might cannot be, oh, wait until some Latino. I'm waiting. I cannot wait until some Latino congressman pick. starts attacking Trump, and he's gonna give, he's gonna you know slip and call them a wetback or something. Ugh. Oh my god. Ugh. 
I still want Hillary to nominate Bernie for VP, not because not because of any particular fondness for Bernie, because <laughs> like I know I've spent the entire campaign saying, yeah, I like Bernie, but I don't like his fans. It's really getting to the point where I'm not liking Bernie that much either, because the more I found out about him, the more of a fucking asshole and a bit of a scumbag he actually turns well, out he, to be. He's a politician. They're all like that. <laughs> Precisely. It's just... Yes. That's the way it goes. No, no one is clean. But, but I still want her to not pick him for VP simply because I just want to see all of the Bernie or Bust people's heads fucking explode. <laughs> that, would, that would be nice. It would be like scanners. If they want to see Bernie succeed, their only option is to vote for Hillary, and that's fucking glorious. <laughs> That would be good. Oh. Getting back to the crooked Hillary thing for one last second, and mm. that is, who is this this sort of branding effective on? I think it's going to be effective on the core of the Republican Party that, while they don't like Trump, uh-huh. the, his branding of Hillary Clinton as evil is effective on them and will convince them to, hey... Well, you they, might not like me, but I am better than her, and you should absolutely come out and vote for me. Well, they don't even really have a choice at this point now, do they? <laughs> if no, they want to vote they, Republican, they could just say they could just say fuck it. I don't want to vote for Trump. I'm not supporting him. But I think that's those are the people mm-hmm. that saying like crooked Hillary over and over again yeah. is going to be effective on. It's going to get in their brain. Well, it's like, well, I can't let crooked Hillary be president. That's like one of the reasons why when you were saying uh, like what would you project things to be the big question mark right now is what happens when Bernie Sanders concedes and endorses Clinton and uh, how much of a crusader Bernie Sanders is after the campaign's over. I uh, hope his campaign does, is over. I hope he doesn't do anything stupid like try to run independent or stick it out. He's not. Yo, look, he's not going he did to have that do meeting that. With, he did have that meeting with President Obama the other day, which hopefully was Obama yeah. look, saying to him, here's look. He, now, the, let me defend Bernie Sanders for a second. When okay. you're losing what? a campaign, yeah. it's going to be your worst moment. No matter mm-hmm. anybody who runs for president has some sort of drive or motivation or, or some sort of idea that they should be the president of the United States. So when you're losing that battle, it is possibly the hardest, most difficult. How, I can't even imagine myself in that position, like how badly I would feel about the system, everybody. And uh, what was it? It was uh, oh, Howard Dean had a great quote about this. Howard Dean was talking about when he was running for president and he his campaign was falling apart. He got on the phone with Al Gore and Al Gore was like, look, I know you're hurting, but it's not about you. It's about America. And he was like, that's uh, a really yeah, great I guess quote. So. That's a you really know, good I advice. mean, he was like, oh, man, you know, it's not just the it's the position. It's not you. It's you know, you have to. You know, there's something <laughs> you got to be serious. And, and it's just hard, but it's hard to separate your ego from the country that you want to run yeah. at that time. And, you know, and when you run around saying that you're going to be part of this revolution that's going <laughs> to turn all these people out and they don't actually show up, that's also really crappy, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's not diminish his accomplishments here. He, he got a lot of people to come out and yeah. vote for him. I yeah. mean, he, he very solidly locked up 40% 
of the Democrats who came out and voted in the primary. He it's really a shame it's not enough, up. but you know, that them's the breaks. I, I, know that, I know that it doesn't sound like a lot in a winner-take-all election, but yeah. it, it, like a lot of people cast their vote for Bernie, and yeah. not a, like I mean, a small percentage of those people are Bernie Bros that are we are uh, you know making fun yeah, of annoyed, but, yeah, annoyed with yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I know. A lot of our friends that we know voted for Bernie. I don't. Hey, yeah. wait, Victor, how did you vote? Uh, I yeah, voted, how did you vote? I I voted for Hillary because oh. I'm a pragmatist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of us. I voted for Dean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of our friends who are were Bernie Sanders supporters are not Bernie or Busters. So I mean, yeah. it's just. You know, they understand. It's it's so it's hard to you know you can't. I don't. Luckily, we don't have a friend that we can point out and be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah everyone A-hole. I know who supported Bernie. The only people I know who are Bernie or Buster's are your friends on Facebook who are insane. <laughs> yeah, but I, have, I have friends on Facebook who are that too. Those those the the people on my Facebook who are Bernie or Buster's are third party. Uh, are, are really people who generally vote at third party, or they have an issue like fracking that they are like zero or nothing, like That's they cannot the accept. Issue. Yeah, like okay. they have an issue where you cannot get them. Like you know, if you say, well, uh, you know, Trump is going to just make fracking everywhere. Clinton would make it so it would be restricted and controlled and taxed. Uh, and yeah. and Bernie Sanders wants to get rid of it. If you can't have Bernie Sanders. You probably want. Re- yeah. You don't want Trump to get elected. <laughs> it's like, the ability. On. It is is quite frankly. It is the ability to accept a comp- compromise, which is something that is sorely lacking among a lot of a lot of among a lot of diehard Bernie supporters. Not just yeah. Bernie or Buster's, See, but you know a lot of them. I know two Bernie or Buster's. One of which I'm pretty sure by the time that voting time in the general in her state comes yeah. around, she will most likely have flipped and will vote Hillary. The other has, at this point, a pretty legitimate reason, I think, for being a Bernie or Buster, or at least a never Hillary person, simply because, like, she's... Uh, she, um, I'm not sure if she's a young American woman. And she has serious concerns about Hillary's involvement in the whole Honduras thing. And that was a yeah. really fucking messy, murky business, and I can understand her concerns. Yeah. So, uh, And I don't know what she's going to do come the general as things roll out. She might overcome that. She might not. I don't know. All right, gentlemen. Well, the, uh, the clock is just about to run out on this episode. Uh, before we close out, uh, one last uh, projection from you guys. Assuming Hillary wins, do you think Trump is going to run again? And if he does, will his opponent be Mitt Romney? Uh, Cherba, go. I have no <laughs> idea. Okay. Actually, to be honest, he, he might. He does have... For all you can say about his history, he definitely has a history of bouncing back from failure, if nothing else. Mm. So, I don't know. He might give it another crack. George? I don't know. I I feel like at this point his ego is so massive, if he doesn't win, he's going to implode and (laughs) suck in everything around him in uh, about a 100-mile radius. (laughs) 
<laughs> it'll be like Trump final form. He becomes this amorphous blob, and it's like at the end of Akira. They just start like incorporating everything into him. Flash, and then everything. <laughs> his small hands, everything just gone. <laughs> uh. Uh, so uh, my, uh, you know, serious answer would be: uh, I think the Republican Party is going to change its primary system. Hmm. I think uh, if the uh, it has pretty much been shown on 538 that if uh, if the Republicans had had the uh, Democratic primary system that was in place, that uh, Trump would not have done as well early on, and it would have been a lot easier to stop him with a proportional vote, especially with 16 candidates in it. No kidding. <laughs> you would get like you'd get like like <laughs> like 10 percent of the delegates. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that winner-take-all thing really killed they're, them, didn't Yeah, it? They're, they're going to change their primary system. I think the Democrats are going to change their primary system radically, too. But uh, the Republicans are going to definitely change their primary system to make sure that they don't have this situation come up again. Because if they get burned super bad, they are totally... I mean, they, that's going to change in a heartbeat. What of, I don't uh, think the Democrats are going to change their system of, because their system worked. What of Mitt Romney's uh, prospects? I don't think Mitt Romney wants to run again. I don't think he really wanted to run to... I, I really... I, I don't I, think he wants to run for president you again. You think this is just him I being he, really uh, fed up? I yeah. think if he did run, then it would be another case of Jeb Bush, where the person who wants Jeb Bush to be president the least is Jeb Bush. <laughs> yeah. I think you have a chance of like somebody like Rubio trying to run again or Cruz. I think Cruz is the guy that you got to watch out for if you're looking for like the God. next Trump type candidate. Cruz uh, is I mean, pure evil. Cruz, Cruz and Christie would have been the. I mean that those those two are the biggest losers in the Trump phenomenon. <laughs> like Cr- Christie was supposed to be the rude, like outspoken, uh, you know, like <laughs> candidate running. And uh, he just got overshadowed uh, really badly. And Cruz was supposed to be like the outsider, not part of the elite, you know, not part of anything. You know, everybody hates him. Yeah. And uh, Trump just ate them both up. Yep. And now now Christie gets to stand behind Trump and be like, why did I do this? Why did I do this? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for an incredibly uh, interesting and insightful show. We don't usually go whole hog on politics, but this was a really, this was well needed to, uh, in, uh, in order to catch up on the event. As soon as you said whole hog, I had flashbacks to Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to get that game. You really do need to get it's that so game. Good. It's so good. Maybe oh I'll buy God. it right now. Go, go, go buy so it. So many things to do. I have no some time to the, play games. Some <laughs> of the most fun things in that game has just been like catamarying up as many FRC people as yep. we can and just fucking going around and rolling pubs. Yep. Or alternatively getting rolled by pubs. <laughs> I think I think I think for the most part we've rolled up on people more than we've been rolled. I think we oh, yes. we're, we're good. We're good. Alrighty then. Uh, if you have uh, if you have Overwatch, you can uh, you may have the unfortunate uh, thing of being ro- of us rolling you over. But if you just want to continue listening to the podcast, you will hear us next time what on Acceptable Vices. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.
Friday Night Party Line is a Frostworks production. To find out more about us and what we do, check us out at www.frost.works. <laughs>